Hello boys and girls and welcome to Fireside, a weekly podcast in which I chat to my friends and Dan about what we've been playing and doing this week. <laughs> Fuck you very much. <laughs> and music. everyone, welcome to episode 17 of Fireside. I already said the intro, so I don't need to say it again. I am joined once more by Mr. Dan Lehman. We Call really... Dan, four in a row, Lehman. Yeah, baby, four episodes in a row. Just call me four for... Dan fucking try hard name, <laughs> name nickname, <laughs> Lehman. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, four in a row, that's got to be some sort of record. Well, it's only because we're lazy, we like to get together and drink beer and record two episodes at once. That's not true. that that's what's happened this time. <laughs> well, it is, it is I'm handy. I'm that's what's happened. So Dan lives over the road from me. <laughs> Everyone else I have on the podcast has to either be via Skype or I have to drive out about 40 minutes away. So, sorry, I do like your company. <laughs> Don't oh, get me right. wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's let's fun. get started, shall we? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll just uh, dig myself out of this hole while you... <laughs> what, 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 have you what have you been up to recently? Uh, what have I been up to recently? What, are, what was I going to... Um... What were the games we mentioned? Oh, Joking Hazard. Let's talk about ah, Joking Hazard. yes. Because I Cyanide have an absolute ball with that. So, um, like Dave and like about a billion other people on this planet, <laughs> I backed Joking Hazard on Kickstarter. Um, unlike just about everyone I know, I did do the print and play last week. Um, yeah, you know before. you know why we all haven't done it? Because <laughs> we know there's one idiot that will print them, <laughs> laminate them and cut out 360 360 cards. goddamn cards. <laughs> That's me. So it was 42 sheets of paper, um, laminated and guillotined, um, and then uh, brought it to, to Games Day um, on, uh, for, for May, and that was bloody fantastic. Oh, could Just, not stop yeah. laughing. Um, it's, it's all the good bits of um, Cars Against Humanity in terms of um, setting up for a punchline and, and everyone else gets to play their punchlines and there's a mm. shitload of fun along the way and then the winner gets denounced. Um, but How about we explain a bit... Sure. About, yeah. yeah. Let's let's rewind. Yep. All right. So I was opening it to you, but I'll do okay. It. Well, I'm, I'm happy to. Um, essentially, uh, we're all dealt a, a card of seven, a hand of seven cards. Do you want me to do it? No, no, it's quite <laughs> right. You number what? Um, One. Each card is a cyanide and happiness uh, comic sell. panel. Yeah, sell from the panel. Yeah. Um, so it, it's actually kind of Cards Against Humanity meets their random comic generator if you've ever seen that online. So it's effectively the I same. I actually prefer it to the random. Oh, oh yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's effectively the same too. It's it's blue shirt and green shirt. There's occasionally other characters in the, in, in these little panels. But the idea is that um, a, a card is uh, flipped off the draw pile uh, into the middle of the table. Then whoever is the judge and the judge rotates around uh, each turn. Whoever is the judge for that turn plays a card from their hand. Uh, on either side of that panel, and then everyone has to play the the third panel, the, the punch panel. Line. Yeah. Um, now so there are some cards with red borders where it's only a two panel setup. The rules explain that, um, but that's pretty much it. And then yeah. the judge decides which one's the funniest, and and the one that won, uh, the person that won, keeps their card as a as a uh, you know that's their point. Um, and I think we played first to five points. The rules say three, yeah. but um, 
we so found very cards people. against humanity oh, in, the, in, yeah. the, in the design. Yeah, and, and, and very light on rules because it just doesn't need a lot of fucking rules. But it works so well with seven people. Fantastic. And much like cards against humanity. Mm. Um, so there was this girl, Vicky, there. And when she drew... So she was the judge. And she drew... I forgot. She drew some card. And then she played a card. I was looking at my hand, remember? And I mm. said, I don't know Vicky well enough to know... Yeah how disgusting yeah. or what I should play. And by the end of the round, by God, oh, did we all know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, Visual humour with bums and boners, <laughs> winner every time. <laughs> it's, it's, it really was, it, it's exceedingly well thought out. The variation in the cards is what makes the game. Um, yeah. you got 360, well, 350 cards, 10 of them, which I didn't realise until after I'd laminated and started guillotining, 10 of them are designed <laughs> for you to write your own. Um, but uh, so there's you know there's 350 odd cards there. There's a lot of variation when you start combining those into two and three panel comics. But see, here's the thing. So the random comic generator is funny, mm. but I get a lot of hits and uh, I get a lot of misses for the occasional hit. Mm-hmm. Um, with this game, with playing with seven people, especially, yeah, you got seven hits. Oh, like what was that one? So there was um, so green shirt says the blue shirt. <laughs> hey, I slept with your mum last night and Green Shirt's looking sad about it. And then the <laughs> next shirt shows him rubbing against him, biting his lip, and it just says, grind. <laughs> and then the next one has him arm in arm and he's saying, you're the best brother ever. <laughs> I mean, some of those things, like, the, it, it feels like a cyanide and happiness oh, totally. joke strip. You've got to like that brand of humour or you won't like the game, but it's... Tremendously dark. Um, yeah, so, but I, I feel it's, at the moment, keeping in mind Cards Against Humanity has so many expansions. I know we keep making that comparison. It's very similar the gameplay in is, style. Yeah, the yeah. gameplay is pretty much borrowed, I, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing, a party game. You've got to judge. So if you don't like games where it comes down to a person choosing... Because yeah. some people... I, I have played um, games with people, and I've got some people that come to games that refuse to play Cards Against Humanity because of that. If, they, if they're not good at or don't like that mechanic, then you're never going to like these games because yeah. they're all about, you know, there's um, Super Fight, Cards Against Humanity, yeah. Cyanide and Happiness. They Too all have the same form. thing. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's um, it's so easy to learn. There's no rules, really. <laughs> the, the, there are loads of rules. Well, not really. Turn one up, play one before or after, and then they I think they summed it up at the very end. They said, and uh, the first of three points wins, brackets, or have many you like. We're not your mum. We're not going to tell you. Yeah. And that's exactly decide. what it says in the rules. <laughs> you know, that's that just sums up C&H for me. Yeah. So, uh, exceedingly good. And I think, um, as, as we are saying on, on Games Day, um, Cards Against Humanity is the party game for horrible people. I think Side Nine Happiness actually <laughs> makes those horrible people first. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, really enjoyable. But, um... So that was another one that was funded really quick, much like. Um, are you getting this? Segway. Exploding kittens. Exploding one, two, three kittens. Nice. <laughs> um, so we've both been playing Exploding Kittens. I grabbed it on iOS when it first came out, and mm. then I bought it again on Android. What do you think? <laughs> I love it. Um, I think they've they've changed enough of the gameplay so that it works uh, in a on a platform where you're playing with strangers across the internet. That's fantastic. Um, and um, I think um, it's it's a good next version of the game. Oh, sorry, when I say next version, it's a good 
evolution. You're right, it is a, it is it's another twin, version. It's an evolution of the game onto a different platform. Yeah. So you're no longer sitting across the table from your mates or your family. Um, you're, you're now sitting across the internet from people you don't know, but but playing effectively the same game. Mm. It works well because there's none of that nonsense where, you know, uh, on the tabletop version you've got to collect two of those non-instruction cards to steal a card. Now there's just steal a, a steal card. A card card. But yeah. there's less of those in the deck, so, that you know, it balances out. Um, and I think it works quite well. I've, I've, yeah. I've enjoyed it. I've got. I've certainly got my two or three bucks worth out of it for sure. I think I, I grew bored of it very quickly. Mm. I must admit, but that's the same with. Did you buy the add-on stuff deck? Like that. Uh, so for Android, I did. So I bought yeah. the game again, and then I bought the add-on <laughs> deck because I wanted the diary cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I love about the game is they've taken a tabletop game that works well on tabletop, and they've made they've turned it into a video game. Yeah. So it's still a video game of a card game, but it's not a straight port. You've got reverse cards, yes. which the, the tabletop version doesn't have, and it works well on a medium where you can have the arrow showing you. On the draw deck, they've got a little uh, gauge yep. that starts steaming and going nuts, showing you the percentage have, of exploding yeah. cats that yeah, are left that in awesome. the deck. Yeah. It tells you a numeric value of how many... It, it adds all this stuff. I mean, like the diarrhea cards, where it just flings and randomly puts diarrhea onto certain cards actually, and you can't use it. I haven't it. actually bought the add-ons. So. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's a, um, there's a cat butt card yeah. where you choose a player and all they see is cat butts. So in their hand, every card is a cat's ass, right? <laughs> but they've still got the same actions right. as before. So if you added a views, it's still there. Yeah, so you're you can't, blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that would only ever work in a yeah. video game. You that's can't do that stuff in, and that's what I mean. They've done so many things mm. like that, like draw from the bottom of the deck, right? Oh, that's brilliant. That's a ga- that that would work in the full game yeah. as well. Except in this, when you draw an exploding kitten and you put it back in the deck, it's what top, second, third, fourth, like fifth, go, bottom you of can deck. Go to fifth and then bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. By giving you those restrictions, you've allowed a bottom of deck draw card, yep. which now is just as risky as, yep. as it's really clever. So I, I admire what they've done, but it suffers from the same old thing. There's no progression. Mm. It's a one-on-whatever, one on yeah. two, three, four people game over the internet, and once the two or three-minute game is finished, that's it. There's no overarching, you know, like in Clash Royale, you've got an overarching level, or you've got stats, or you've got something. Yep. Yeah, um, so it's it's, you know, it's a game that's designed to just be played one game at a time, and that's it. Yeah. There's, there's no... You're right. There's there's no leaderboard. There's no... There's no draw card no. to bring you back in. If you, if you don't... No, I mean, it's one of those... Other than Exploding where, Kittens. I, I feel like playing Exploding Kittens, yeah. Mm. But you're right. It, there's no... I'll go back in and progress my Exploding Kittens career, because there's... Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know how that added in. I'm not saying that it needs it, but... Mm. There's nothing in there that... To be honest, I don't know if they've even got the attention span to go that far. <laughs> I think I think they're proven. Well, they wouldn't have developed the game. No, about no, no. Stuff. But, you know, you could yeah. have uh, events, right? So in this one-week period, we've got a uh, f- festival celebrating the year of the cat butt, right? <laughs> so for a week, every yep. victory is counted. A second place earns you this point. You know, encourage people not to bloody disconnect mm. before you get to see that lovely exploding animation. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, yeah. you could have stuff like that to sort of... Have a pop up on your phone. It's it's the golden rule of phone apps. You yep. need something to pop up and remind the user that the game's there. You can have the greatest game in the world, but if people forget about it, yep, they'll stop playing and they won't buy yeah. your 
you know, all the expansions in it are pretty crap too. It's like avatars and stuff. There's a card expansion, which I quite liked. I I don't know how you do it, but on my phone, um, (laughs) once I grow weary of a given game, um, it's no longer in the games folder on my home screen. It's available, (laughs) sure, in the app drawer. But once it's out of there, I'm not playing it. Yeah. So, actually, I've got that spare five or ten minutes. Yeah, and I have two, mainly because I need yeah. the space back. But um, <laughs> when I've got that spare five or ten minutes, I just I open that folder and see what games I've played lately in that folder. But I don't have all my games there. Yeah. Um, once I grow tired of it, yeah. If you so be aware, devs. You know, if you make it out of my fucking game folder, that's it. You, but you've that, lost that the Dan of approval. That is <laughs> a very important thing. Yeah. Alto's Adventure is a perfect example, right? Mm. It is a simple runner game. You're a skier going down a slope, mm. jumping rocks. Collecting llamas for some reason, right? But they have little goals. Yeah. Three goals. Once you've achieved those three goals, right? Jump over two rocks in one run. Um, land a double backflip. Yep. Stuff like that. Once you've achieved those things, then they clear and you get a new set of goals. Exploding kittens. You could chuck in some random goals. Yeah, you could. And you could say, right, win a game using... Win a game with a diffuse card still in your hand. Use two reverse cards in one game. You could do stuff like that to so give people a... let me ask you something. A, As a dev who's sold the game for 12 or 69 or whatever the hell you sold it for, do you even care if people come back and keep playing it? Yep. Why? Because. If they've already paid their money, though... They've yeah. paid for the base game, but yeah. they've got three in-game purchases. Mm. Right? The, the thing... Well, I guess it depends on the dev. Yeah. Right. If you want to continue making money off it, then yeah, you do want people to come back because when you release Exploding Kittens expansion box safe for work, or you know, you know, they're talking about the one for the tabletop. Mm. Guarantee you, they'll release the same cards on the app. Yep. And they want people to still be playing the app to go back, especially for Exploding Kittens, as it's a game that lives or dies by its online audience. Hundred yeah. percent. Because Sorry. I went back to my iPhone recently. And played it again. I wanted to play a game against Indy, who was playing on Kirsty's phone. Yep. Kirsty's my wife. I think I've said that. Anyway, I was playing against my son. So I went back to the iPhone 1, because we're both on iOS. And about five minutes seeking a match. Yep. Couldn't get enough players to do the match. Really? Game's useless. Yep. Without an audience playing it, with no AI built into it, it's, it's a dead app. That is the bit that's missing, is an AI. I, I don't know if it would be as enjoyable, to be honest, but... Um... You don't yeah. need players to know it's an AI. There is a you pass, can build it you in. You can do pass and play, though, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can do also do that thing that I did with you before it got disconnected. Yeah. Where I, um, you send a code That's and right. someone can yeah. join your game. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway. Well, that was um, exploding kittens. What else have we got? Well, actually, one game that I just taught you tonight, which I was going to say actually did... It's a completely different sort of game, but the app, I feel they did very well. It was mm. Adventure Time Card Wars. Yeah. So... For those Adventure fans out there, Adventure Time fans out there, there's an episode of Adventure Time called Card Wars, and Finn and Jake play this addictive game, and it continually shows up in the series. Like you see Cosmic Owl playing against Prismo later on, and all that sort of stuff. And um, so, when that episode came out, they released a tabletop game, which is a, a, a sort of versus card game, very loosely based on uh, the principles behind Magic the Gathering, uh, but with lanes. And they also released an app game. Now, the app game... The way the app game works is, again, much like Exploding Kittens, they've taken the concept 
and they've made an excellent computer game with stuff that wouldn't work in the physical game. Yep. And the physical game doesn't have certain rules the video game has, etc. Et the, the physical game works very well as it is as well. The way the video game works is as you play, you get experience and you unlock things. You get chests as random drops in there. So you unlock right. new cards and you're building your deck and shuffling cards in and out. So if you're stuck on a particular um, battle, so it's actually got a story mode, sorry. Yep. You go over a map and you fight all the characters from the game one by one. Um, and if you get stuck, you can sort of grind for a bit, get more powerful cards. And if you're lucky enough to get a really good powerful card, you can pretty much OP. Yeah. For, for ages. You don't really get that in the card game, mainly because the card game's not popular enough for, for people to do it, but I'm going a bit all over the shop here. Right. right. <laughs> so, the yeah, I'll provide a bit of backstory before I, before I make this point. So, the way Adventure Time works is it's, it's a, a trading card game in essence. You can buy base packs. So, the first pack was Finn versus Jake. I think the second was... Uh, Bubblegum versus Bemo, then there's Rainycorn. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, we've got them sitting right over here. So we've got... Uh, Finn and Jake. Finn and Jake, LSP and Bubblegum, Lemon Grab and Gunther, Marceline and Nice King, Bemo and Rainycorn. So you've got all these packs, and each each pack comes with enough cards for a one versus one match. We played Finn versus Jake before. What I really like is that each deck plays differently to all the other decks. Now... As you go further down, you can shuffle all the decks and landscapes together. The rules are you make a 40-card deck, um, but you can mix them all together however which way you want. They also have blind bags, which give you all the you know extra special cards and random drops and all that. But what they did right or wrong, however you want to look at it, is that these base decks are good enough that you can play without any need to do deck building. Yeah, so we played Finn and Jake tonight. It was my first ever go... At Adventure Which Time is probably why we played Finn and Jake, because it's a bit it. easier. <laughs> absolutely hooked. And I know straight away I'm going to go tomorrow night or, or sometime this weekend and play some order, at least for that first, first On the game. Another Dungeon website, where it's... Absolutely, <laughs> where all good card games are sold. Um, but I think, and it was through talking with you, obviously, as we're playing the game, that I realised, well, if I buy these other ones... You can take individual character decks from each of those boxes and pitch them against any other character deck from any other box and still mm. have a game. Um, I'm not interested in doing a Magic the Gathering style deck build uh, for, for Card Wars. What I'm interested in doing is just acquiring all the different characters' decks yeah. and playing variations on the theme using different characters from the series. Yeah, um, and so you yeah. could, but you could do that deck building, mm. but it doesn't have the versatility or depth of Magic the Gathering. Yeah. If you're after a deck building card game, I don't know why you'd do it with Adventure Time. No. But Adventure Time, exactly that. You can buy all the packs and you can play it out of the box and get a... It could be very... a gateway deck builder for kids to get them into Magic, when you think about it. Well, I did play Magic with Lily after. So I bought yeah. the first one and I played it with Lily. Yep. And she loved it. And that was my first time going, hang on, she actually likes mm. these kinds of games. That was... Might sound stupid, but that was pretty good for me because yeah, I'm like, absolutely. oh, hang on, I've got someone I can play Simpatico, this. Also, <laughs> yeah, I'll build her up to Magic, and then yeah. I'll build her up to Netrunner, and you know, yeah. maybe get her playing those sorts of things. And I, I quite like the way the mechanics work. Um, Card Wars is very much, you're right, the gateway. It's a dumbed down version of all yeah. those others, but it's not. It's not dumbed down to the point where there's no skill or strategy involved. No, not at all. Far mm. from it. But it, it's certainly a good oh, way so, of getting... So we're agreed that you lost because of a lack of skill. 
You did um, lose, didn't you? Yes, you did. Yes, yes good. Yes. I, Only, my question yeah, stands. Yeah. <laughs> well... Given that was my first ever and the only game I've ever played, that's oh, fine. Here come the excuses. Oh, I'm just saying. It was probably the teacher, to be honest. Moving right along. What about the instruction the book? <laughs> I didn't stop you reading the instruction book. Don't blame me. Let's talk about another game, shall we? Yeah, I don't think I did that game as uh, justice. I was a bit all over the shop. But look, that is another game where they've taken an episode, made a good tabletop game, and a good but distinctly different video game like on our um how to play video of the tabletop game Mm. it's amazing how many people have corrected me on the rules and i've had to point out now you're thinking of the video game they also don't do the spinny thing that allows you to tap the screen to determine whether you hit or miss on your shot because that's something that can only be done on a phone dumbass anyway (laughs) look but um for a a first timer i found it very good yeah and i'll definitely be ordering it in yep um, what was the other one we played? Recently we played The Game of Our Generation. The Game of Our Generation. It needs a bumper sticker. Oh, it's got a bumper sticker. Yeah. Katan. I hate the marketers of Catan. <laughs> I don't mind the guy that did it. Um, I think some people said he's a bit arrogant, but I'm not surprised if he was, considering how bloody popular the game is. Mm. But the guys that marketed Catan... So I, I didn't get Settlers of Catan. By the time I bought it, it's just called Catan now. Yep. And it came with bumper stickers, posters. I had to rifle through. You know, you open a newspaper and all that shit falls out, all the little slips. Yeah, the Harris Scarf catalogue and shit like that. Yeah, all that. That's what opening Catan was like. I had to deal through all this stuff. But it wasn't for other games. Yeah. There were things saying how awesome this game was. It was inside a shrink wrap box. I've already bought the damn game. I don't need you to tell me Who are they convincing? (laughs) But yeah, it did come with a bumper sticker in case I want to advertise on my car that Catan is the game of our generation. The game of our generation. Um, It's a good game. I loved it, yeah. I think... um, Look, and I like you, I've, I've come late to Katana. I, I never played it when it was Settlers. Oh, um, no, I didn't come late to playing it. Well, you came I came late, late to owning, owning it. it because, <laughs> unlike you, I don't like it that much. Really? Uh, okay. I, but I'll, I'll let you explain why you like it before I, <sighs> why I prove I why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just thinking back to Games Day. Um, now, who, who was playing? No, actually, it wasn't Games Day. It was actually one night, I think. It was no, yeah, Kirstie. yeah. We were just, just. I can't remember. I think I just invited you over for. Yeah. So why did I like it? Um, I liked the I liked the strategic aspect combined with the luck, which is fairly fucking generic, right? That's most games. Um, well, not necessarily because you need the right balance of luck with strategy in order for a game to be good. Yeah, and right? most games have. And I think Katana has struck that. Now, we only played the beginner setup because that was my first time. Um, where, as I, as you showed me later on, mm. you actually start with those bits of the map flipped over face yeah. down. So everything's flipped up and there's um, a, a set uh, way the numbers are arranged yeah. on the board for those listening. I'm sh- no, I don't know if you... Look, um, I think just that concept of making sure you've picked the right balance of, or, or putting settlements and cities and things in the right places so that you get benefits from pretty much every dice roll, but also making sure you get clear benefits where you've built up all of... You're building up all resources, not just, you know, too much corn or too much friggin' wool or whatever, but you're mm. getting enough of everything that you can actually achieve something. Look, I found it, I found it challenging enough that that's why, uh, that's why I thought it was really good. And um, you won. 
I did win that one. Yeah, that's probably why I liked it so much. Yeah, I won. Oh, yeah. oh I did win that. Oh, that's right. I must have forgotten. <laughs> Should see that smug look on this bastard's yeah. face. I'm just going to drink my beer. Tell us why I don't like it, Dave. I think it's for the same reasons you like it. Actually, I I feel that the random element is too intrusive. So if I play and I don't have lucky rolls, mm. um, then I can not get. I can sit there and not get any resources. Sure, you can hedge your bets and you can place yourself in a way to try to cover as much as you can. But in the beginner set, at least, there's there's not a lot of overlap unless you... You, you almost have to follow the same route as another player yep. to ensure you're not either too far ahead or, or too far behind. Yeah. So and each game you. I've played, I've sort of ended like that or I've, you know, sort of like this game, I went straight for the dock because yeah. I... I Loaded myself up wheat heavy. Yeah. Um, you know, on bloody sixes and eights as well. And so I went mm-hmm. to the dock and I grabbed the, the port where you can exchange two wheat for one of any card. Yep. And I didn't get any wheat for the rest of the damn That's game. True. Pretty sucked. That sucked <laughs> a lot for you. Um, let me ask you though, and, and this is in no way a segue, but a, a comparison. Do you feel any differently about Machikoro? Yeah, I didn't the first time I played. Uh, the first... Actually, yeah. And, and we, we, to be clear, we need to do a whole episode on Machikoro with the expansions because yeah. that's an entirely different game now. But. Okay, Machikoro, I feel like you're in more control. It is a lot easier in... So, in Machikoro, the only thing is your money. Mm-hmm. That's really all that's affected by the, the roll of the dice, which in turn determines what you buy. But at the start of the game... You've got a one in six roll on the die, right? Yep. And you can fairly quickly build up your one to five if you want to on the starter money you begin yeah. with to get an across the board, which puts you in a position that you're going to get enough money to... You, it feels like it's balanced enough that if you're playing strategically, you can cover your bases. Mm. In Catan, to build settlements that will earn you that ex- those extra resources, you have to build two roads before you can build a, a new yep. settlement, remember? Yep. To do that, you it's got a heavy requirement. Alright, the other thing I don't like about Catan is that it ends too quick. There's no like yeah. if you've got the if you've got a couple of um, achievement victory point cards in your hand, yep. um, you can by building a road grab you yeah. know so if the you've longest got, if you've road got the and, biggest army and you've and you've grabbed a few other victory points then it's literally Oh, bugger it, I'll get the longest road and that's it, game over. Yeah, bang. Yeah. And you can come from nowhere because you're only playing to 10 points. And that's yeah. very small in a game where having the longest road or the largest army is, bang, two. four points each. Yeah. Uh, four points two total, points. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just... I don't know, there's something that... Look, I know Amelia absolutely loves it. Mm. She wrote a review on the site. One of the, f- I think that was the first piece she ever wrote for us, actually. I had yep. a play and a review of Catan because she's nuts over it. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it might just not be for me, hmm. but I think that might be why, as you said, with Machikoro, I feel like I'm more in control. Whereas Catan, yep. I feel like I'm too much at mercy. Until you play Machikoro with the Harbour expansion. I did have Every, the Harbour expansion. I haven't played changes. it yet, Everything changes. Yeah. But that's for a future episode. Yeah, well, when I've played it, <laughs> it would be nice. But you well, can talk about it if you... Yeah. Well, have we got time? I don't think we've got time. Nah. No. Nah. We're pretty much out of time, actually. We've, uh... Filled up another half hour. Excellent. It feels like about five minutes. Mission accomplished. Roll out the banner.
<laughs> All right, guys, you can find... We are a Podbros exclusive, exclusive. Sorry, I should begin with that. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. You can read our reviews or um, download the episodes and, and... Well, you've already downloaded this episode, so that's a pretty useless thing to point out, isn't it? Why don't you stop me when I'm Videos saying on stupid YouTube, things? There's, there's heaps of stuff. Just go to the site. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go to the site. There's yeah. buttons at the top. Yeah. www.anotherdungeon.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. YouTube are a pack of... So just search for Another Dungeon on YouTube if you want to see it. We do how to play videos for tabletop games. And um, Tim and Andy do how to play... Uh, watch it played on video games, I think. Our next how to play game, if you're interested, is uh, Cy Robertson's Rockets and Robots, which should be up a couple of days after this. No, should be up about a week after this episode. So anyway, blah, 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 blah. Thank you very much for listening. That's (laughs) the worst outro ever. That's terrible. Yeah. Yep. I'll just dub over it later. Cool. Thanks for listening. See you later. (laughs) See ya.